Hi humans, the topic of this podcast is the British romantic poet William Wordsworth. He lived from 1770 to 1850 and is part of the first generation or first wave of British romantic poets. Today he is seen as one of the most central figures in English romanticism, and he is best known for his collection called Lyrical Ballads, which he co-wrote with fellow romantic poet Samuel Taylor Coleridge, and another collection called The Prelude. Wordsworth often drew on experiences from his youth in his writing. In his early years, he had sort of an um, idyllic childhood, one where he could spend time in nature with his siblings, um, but his uh, childhood was also marked by tragedy in that both of his parents died when he was in his early teens. So he also had uh, experienced some darkness as well. He also studied at St. John's College in Cambridge and wrote uh, in The Prelude about some of his experiences as an undergraduate. He was also very passionate about democracy and the welfare and voice of the common people, which were influenced by several trips to revolutionary France. Between 1797 and 1800, uh, he and Samuel Taylor Coleridge collaborated a lot, and this was sort of the beginning of his uh, poetic career. It was during this time that several of his more famous poems were written, um, including a famous poem called Tintern Abbey. During the next parts of his career, he went back and forth between certain ideas and religious leanings, but ultimately was concerned with writing in the language of the people for the common people. He was named the Poet Laureate of England in 1843. Um, Some of the common themes in Wordsworth's writing included the beneficial influence of nature and how all forms of the natural uh, natural world elicit the best thoughts, words, and actions. Second, the power of the human mind and how imagination and intelligence are available to everyone, no matter their class. And third, the splendor of childhood and innocence. Also, he commonly uses light as a symbol related to goodness and knowledge. Um, Other famous poems of his include Tintern Abbey, like I mentioned, um, I Wander Lonely as a Cloud, the appropriately named uh, Composed on Westminster Bridge, September 3rd, 1802, and The World is Too Much With Us, which is the one uh, which I will present to you. Um, To give you a little bit of background on his poem, The World is Too Much With Us, it is 14 lines long, which means that it is a sonnet. It is not a Shakespearean sonnet, um, but it maintains much of the sonnet form, including several lines of iambic pentameter um, and a theme uh, change or a change of tone after the first eight lines. Um, If you remember, iambic pentameter is kind of like the heartbeat of the poem. So you have 10 syllables per line, where the second, fourth, sixth, eighth, and tenth syllables are emphasized. So again, it sounds like when you're reading it, it sounds like da-da, 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 okay? Um, That was, it's used in many of the lines in this poem. The rhyme scheme of the poem, uh, the first eight lines follow the same uh, format, and they are A-B-B-A, A-B-B-A, and then the last six are CD, 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 okay? So I'm going to read it for you and then do a little bit of analysis. The world is too much with us, late and soon, 
Getting and spending, we lay waste our powers. Little we see in nature that is ours. We have given our hearts away, a sordid boon. This sea that bears her bosom to the moon, the winds that will be howling at all hours, and are upgathered now like sleeping flowers. For this, for everything, we are out of tune. It moves us not. Great God, I'd rather be a pagan suckled in a creed outworn. So might I, standing on this pleasant lee, have glimpses that would make me less forlorn. Having sight of Proteus rising from the sea, or hear old Triton blow his wreathed horn. Okay, so in this poem, it is full of <laughs> romantic themes and literary devices. Two things that I'm going to point out to you um, are um, have to do with nature. And um, if you have the poem, like if you're reading it in front of you, you'll be able to see this. But if you're just listening, um, in the poem, the words nature and sea are both capitalized, meaning that these are examples of personification. And um, particularly in this poem, um, the piece of nature that is brought to life is uh, standing on the sea and seeing the wind uh, whipping the waves and uh, ancient sources coming from the sea. Okay, you also have... um, References, which we call literary allusions, um, references to classical mythology, characteristic um, of romantic poetry. So Triton and Proteus um, are both in this poem. Okay. We also have the theme of rejection of society and humans being corrupted by society. Okay. Um, The beginning of the poem especially is talking about how we um, in this world are too much taken with material things and with society instead of identifying with and returning to nature. So if you read the first, you know, three or four lines of the poem again, the world is too much with us, late and soon, getting and spending, we lay waste our powers, little we see in nature that is ours, we have given our hearts away, a sordid boon. It's definitely a negative connotation when talking about society and that we need to return to something much more simplistic and much more um, real and magical at the same time, okay? You also see the, not necessarily nostalgia, but the theme of longing, um, where Wordsworth, toward the end of the poem, he's saying that Instead of being a human in this society and a human in this world, he'd rather be a pagan, not have that knowledge, and to have um, those connections to the sea and to nature and the um, natural world and the um, ancient world as well, okay? Um, It's one of my favorite poems because um, I love the sea and I love all of the references to the sea. But it is also um, quite relevant, especially today, when we are um, consistently concerned with uh, the environment and how we treat the environment and also consumerism. Because uh, when we are, you know, controlled by a consumer society, we, as Wordsworth says, we are getting and spending. We lay waste our powers. We have given our hearts away to material things instead of focusing on 
you know, the natural world and natural resources and taking care of what uh, we have been given. Um, so I think this poem especially transcends um, even the Romantic era and remains relevant today. So that is a little bit about Wordsworth for you. I hope you enjoyed and please keep listening for more on Romantic Poets. Thank you.